Mighty God. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. We're glad you've joined us today. My name is Julie Adams. I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hi, Julie. Oh, how are you today? I, I or dare I ask? <laughs> I I, uh, I feel better than I sound. Well, that is good. You yes. look better than you sound. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I. Uh, but I've lost 11 pounds. Wow, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've had the flu, but uh, uh, I had some trouble with my voice in Cuba. But actually, this is an opera voice compared to what it was. So Wow. Yeah, so yeah, we'll yeah. wait till the end for your solo. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Can't wait. Oh, that's funny. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better and that we're able to, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. record this podcast. You bet. Yeah. So we are, uh, I can't believe this is, there are four Sundays in Advent. This is number two. So that's yeah. like It's going fast. Oh yeah. my goodness, Pat. It just goes too quick. Yeah, it does go too yeah. quick. Yeah. Yep. And December is always a fast month anyway. Yes, it is. And uh, then you you uh, you get through the Advent season, you're halfway through it and yeah, it's just the way it is. It's flying by. The new year will be here before we know it. Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, it's been fun to look at Isaiah chapter 9 mm-hmm. and to just, you know, we see this scripture on Christmas cards all the time. Yes. And I, I think being able to look at it in the context that Isaiah gave it and then for us to think about his first coming, um, Wow, this is this is pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. How long ago was Isaiah written? What, uh, like, how long before Jesus' birth? I should say Isaiah was written about fifteen hundred years. No, no, I'm sorry, that's not right. Eight hundred years before uh, Jesus' birth. Wow. And Isaiah was in the prophet business for about sixty years, mm-hmm. and he worked with all these different Jewish kings, principally Judean, Judah, Mm-hmm. And um, and he worked with scoundrels, and he worked with really uh, godly kings. So he 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 did both, and and so uh, he tried to get uh, King Ahaz, who was a very wicked king, uh, tried to get him to uh, let God show him what was going to happen. Ahaz didn't want to hear any of that, mm-hmm. and so finally Isaiah says, "Well." Well, I got news for you. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government's going to rest on his shoulders. He'll be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And Ahaz didn't want to hear that. No. And so this was 800 years before Jesus was born wow. in Bethlehem. And, um, and so he's trying to give Judah hope. It was not what Ahaz wanted to hear. Mm-mm. And so... That would have been scary for a, a king, a ruler, mm-hmm. to hear those words. I bet he was probably angry and scared. The government will rest on his shoulders. What does that even mean to a wicked king? Right. I bet he was pretty scared. Yeah, I, I imagine he was. I, I'm sure he kind of saw it as a threat to his power base, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, But he didn't want to hear anything about God. He goes to the Assyrians and asks for their help against... Um, against uh, Israel, and so uh, the Assyrians pull a fast one, and they they begin attacking Judah, who they were supposed to have been defending. Mm. So Ahaz, um, he he just was not having fun. 
Yeah. And it was his own fault, you know. <laughs> it usually is, isn't it? Sometimes? It usually is. <laughs> and so, um, and so uh, Isaiah is giving hope to um, to Judah and mm-hmm. Israel too, but to Judah uh, because of the line of David, the Messiah was going to come through uh, Ahaz's line, you know, because mm, yeah. he was from David's family. So, um, so this this story. Uh, Isaiah is saying these are the characteristics of the Messiah, you know, uh, and Renee talked about it uh, last mm-hmm. week on Wonderful Counselor. Yeah. And then we looked at Mighty God yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we'll look at Everlasting Father. I just finished that message last night. And nice. man, <laughs> it, it's just fascinating. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> and then uh, Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, these are all things used to describe the Messiah. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then and then Isaiah tells us in chapter seven that uh, a virgin would conceive and that this baby would be born. And and so if you look at for the child is born to us, a son is given, it, it kind of combines the the humanity. A child is born with this idea that God giving his son mm-hmm. to uh, to be born. It, it's kind of intermixing the the uh, well the incarnation you know god god in human flesh so um and so we see that in chapter seven and then chapter nine and then in chapter 53 we see that Mm -hmm. the messiah how he would be um uh punished uh tortured crucified Mm -hmm. all that so isaiah is giving us a lot of foretelling of history that was 800 years away Wow. And how long, like, when did Isaiah die? Did he, like, he wouldn't have lived to see any of this? Nope. He would not have lived to see any of it. I'm not sure that he even understood it. Yeah. In the same way that we do looking back on it. Yeah. Well, often that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. It's 2020. Hindsight's yeah, right. 2020. Right. Mm-hmm. And certainly with prophecy, I think that's really true. Right? Yeah. But, you know, he, he's sharing, trying to give hope to uh to these folks and he talks about how Emmanuel would be born and which literally means with us is God mm-hmm. you know yeah I remember that from last Christmas yes when, when you and Carol shared about that yeah that's right and and that um so I Isaiah is trying to tell um the Jews he's trying to tell them hope was coming a king was coming and yeah. and that he would bring with with him good news he would he would also um, be the one who pays our sin debt. Yeah. And um, Isaiah is just so full of all of that. Mm-hmm. Isaiah chapter 11 is another one uh, talking about this branch that would grow up in a stump, you know, and that had to do with Jesus. Yeah. Is there anything in Isaiah that hasn't happened yet? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's a great question. I would say probably not because uh, Isaiah was foretelling the first coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really about his second coming. Yeah. You know, uh, it's about his uh, his first coming, being born in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. I, I think I always think that's kind of interesting and, you know, how you don't see it until until it's happened, that this prophecy has come true because 
who knows what they thought back then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the theme of Sunday was mighty God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does mighty mean? Yeah. It. This idea of, of mighty God. It means um, this this idea of a God with no limits. Mm. You know, yeah. He's mighty, and um, and I really love that because I, Isaiah's message can be condensed into a virgin was going to give birth to a son and. And he would be known as God with us, and this child that was to be born, this son that was to be given, would be be called the mighty God. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be his characteristics. He'd be the everlasting father, the prince of peace. So Isaiah is speaking about all of that, and then we see in Luke chapter 1, we see it fulfilled. Mm-hmm. When the uh, angel comes to Mary and, and lets her know that, that which is going to be born from her is the Messiah, and and that um, that he would reign one day with no end, and uh, that God's kingdom would be forever. Then, yeah, you know, and so I mean, this is pretty heavy stuff. Yeah, that sometimes we just don't give the attention to at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but the mighty God is this little baby being born in <laughs> Bethlehem. It doesn't compute very well. No, it doesn't. That's quite the, is it a juxtaposition? Is that what it's called? In yeah, English it's a majors? juxtaposition. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> and, and so you, you have this idea of this mighty God who was going to come at just the right time yep. and would be born in a miraculous way, but not a royal way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's born in a barn or a cave. Yeah, I mean, and laid in a manger. Laid mm-hmm. in a manger. So this is not how you think Isaiah is going <laughs> to unfold, right? No. Unto us a child is born, a son is given, given the government will be upon his shoulder. Yeah. Well, in Bethlehem, this, <laughs> this young 15, probably year old yep. girl, giving birth and and the baby uh, laying in a un, under straw yeah you know wow that's that's kind of crazy when you think about it it, it is very crazy right <laughs> so but he certainly proves himself to mm-hmm. be mighty god in his teachings and the miracles that he yeah. did and being resurrected after a horrendous mm-hmm. death you know and um and then of his teaching us that not only did I come the first time, but I'm going to come back a second time. Mm-hmm. And where I am, I'm going to gather you to me. And, and wow, only a mighty God could do that. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think sometimes, um, I was really thinking about this because we've, um, you know, Carol's in Ohio with her mm-hmm. parents. And um, it's just been one of those kind of weeks. Uh, they've lost... Um, uh, all of their night help, mm. and, and so Carol's had to stay longer and help yeah. out at night and all this. And so I I find uh, I found myself right in the midst of working on this message, no less. I found myself saying, "Oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? There's no hope here. Mm. Carol's gonna never get to come home, and yeah. we're never gonna find people this time of year." And this is going. This it, is taking. This is going on forever. It is. It's, a long it's going time. on yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, and and. So a uh, little bit of a pity party last week. Yep. And, and so, uh, but, but then I'm reminded that, you know what? The mighty God knows mm. about what we need. Yep. And what, what Carol needs, what her family needs. The mighty God already knows about it. Yeah. And so 
I, I have to rest in that. And I do rest in that. Yeah. That it's not just God. It's this mighty God mm-hmm. where the problems that we have are not bigger than the mighty God <laughs> no. who hears them and knows about them. And so I find a lot of comfort in that. And I bet you somebody else needs to hear mm-hmm. that today. Yeah. Sometimes we magnify our problems yep. that there's in our minds so much bigger than they really are. Mm-hmm. They're nothing for the mighty God. Yeah. You know? And so I, I think it's, it's powerful for us to think about this this week. Uh, wonderful counselor. Mm-hmm. You know, that Renee, was a beautiful message. That, that was, really was a beautiful mm-hmm. message. And um, this idea of being a mighty God and then an everlasting father and then the Prince of Peace. I mean, it's all rolled up in one, the package, you know. I mean, this is God. Yeah. What more could you ask for? What more could you ask for? (laughs) And so I I think that's incredible. And and here's the thing about God being mighty. We find out that Jesus is the creator. We always Mm -hmm. think of God the Father as being the creator. Yeah. But the Bible says in the beginning, John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things are made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Mm-hmm. So everything that's known and unknown, God made something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. He spoke it into existence. Yep. And um, I, I think that's a pretty amazing thing to think about God yeah. you know and we don't always think about Jesus in that way no that he was there with God during creation yeah, yeah. and especially when it goes on to say let us make God in our image let us make God and uh, make yeah, yeah make man in our image, image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. sorry yes make man I know what you, meant. <laughs> you knew what I meant <laughs> yeah I, I think so and and if you read the book of Colossians mm-hmm. um, chapter one is just an amazing amazing chapter but it says that Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. Mm. You know, That's a pretty picture. It is. Yeah. And that he existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. In fact, he says he made all things and, and uh, all things and by him all things consist. Mm-hmm. So not only did he make creation, he keeps creation going. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think... Only a mighty God could do that. Yeah. You know? And then we found out he's the head of the church. And um, we certainly have been taught that. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, uh, this this servant leader, Jesus, who became obedient unto death, this mm-hmm. mighty God who became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And, um, and I think that's just really a, a beautiful aspect mm-hmm. that God... Uh, Jesus limited himself and became obedient unto a death that had to happen on our behalf. Yeah. So um, I think that only a mighty God could do that. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and then we talked about how the time is in his control. Mm. I, I don't this know, is man. Always, this is always a very strange concept, time, <laughs> because, you know, and as you were mentioning, um, at some point you mentioned it, that God always was, and he always will be. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, what was going on before he created the world? <laughs> That's a... 
Yeah. Our minds can't, I don't think, I can't wrap my mind around it. Like how long was it? And and we always want to measure it, right? And how many years, how many months, how many, and we have countdowns for everything, you know? And um, Well, we do. Everything about our lives are centered around a calendar or a watch, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and so time is, um, is something that we all contend with, except for God. Mm. God is not hampered by the dimension of time. Yeah. You know, you've mm. heard me, I, people have heard me say that God has one foot in the past, he stands over the present, and another foot yep. in the future at the same time. So there's never a time, whether it's present or past or future, that God won't be there. Mm-hmm. You know? Now that <laughs> will boggle your mind. That is pretty mighty. <laughs> yeah. And this idea that heaven, you know, people says, well, I'll praise the Lord for 10 million years, you know. Yeah. And I get it. I get it. I get where that comes from. But the fact is, I think the moment we go to heaven, I think time ceases. Yeah. It's not needed there. No. You know, uh, there's no darkness in heaven. Uh, the daylight is there. Um, like, will we need to rest? Probably not, because we won't have these bodies that right. need rest. That's right. Hmm. Rest is not something that will be uh, needed other than um, the idea of rest where you get to be with family and friends, yeah. you know, and that type of thing. But I, I don't think time is is something that we worry about in heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, we worry about time. How long is this podcast or what yeah. time I got to be somewhere or any of those things. I think that comes to an end in eternity. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about that with the Everlasting Father. But yeah, but yeah um, he, he's in control. He's always been. Yeah. Just think there's never been a time when there wasn't God. Hmm. And he'll always be. Gives me a headache. Yeah. It gives me a headache to try to understand that type of perpetuity. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> and <laughs> that's I believe okay. It. But I believe it. Yes. And I think that that is one of those like mysterious things that when we get there, we'll be like, oh, oh that's I feel how like that we're going to get there and all these like light bulbs are going to go on in our heads. We'll be like, oh, I, oh yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, so it's like our little kids. They don't understand every decision we make for them. They don't that's understand right. every conversation they overhear with, uh, with yeah. a parent, right? And I, I think it's that way with God. We just, our little finite minds are just mm-hmm. incapable of understanding the infinite. Yep. But we better believe it, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because it's true. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm. You know, uh, Peter talked about in Second Peter, he said, one day with the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. And so I, I think that is mankind's way of trying to put a spin so we can understand it. Mm-hmm. But I think in essence, what he was saying there, time ceases. Yeah. feels like vacation time. Like you ever go on vacation and all of a sudden you're just like relaxing somewhere and you're like, oh, I'm hungry. What? What time is it? Yeah. Oh, man. Exactly. Well, off we go to have a snack. And then you go back and you're just sitting there and yeah. it, it just, you don't have anywhere to be, anywhere to go, no There's pressure. There's nothing on a wristwatch that dictates what you got to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, I, I think those that are in heaven, I, I think when we get to heaven, yeah. I think it will feel like a matter of seconds yeah. that we were apart from one another. Mm. Long oh, on our I part, so. but not, but not yeah. like your daddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you'll, you'll turn around and, and he'll turn around and, and, uh, and, and it's just a matter of seconds. Yep. 
that he's been there. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's a beautiful thought, actually. Yeah. And, you know, it is comforting to know that those in heaven don't miss us the same way that we right. miss them. That and is that's, right. that's, and right. that's a comfort. And there is comfort in knowing that mm-hmm. it'll be like a long lost friend. You haven't seen them in a while and just pick up where you left off. Yeah. In different it, circumstances. But, it's truly yeah. just a... Um, uh, just a, an interruption. You know, yeah. we don't say goodbye. We just say, see you later. That's right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I think as we learn these things about God, that he's never late. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always on time. He feels late to us sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> he? he does. <laughs> when but, you've prayed for something or mm-hmm. asked for something for years and yeah. then... Why isn't it happening? That yeah. is a it's a frustrating feeling. It is frustrating. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, just one last passage mm-hmm. here uh, on this subject. But in Galatians chapter four, uh, this is how <clears throat> this is how the Lord describes it. But when the right time came, God sent His Son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent Him to buy freedom for us who were mm-hmm. slaves to the law, so that. Uh, he could adopt us as his very own children. So the idea of Jesus' birth was right on time in God's economy, mm-hmm. in his plans. And um, and so, yes, it's true. He's not hampered by time, but he, he knows that we are. Yeah. And and so he, he knows how to use time, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, I just don't... I think the lesson, the takeaway here is we don't have to worry about things that we have no control over. Yeah. That the mighty God Ooh. is in control. Yeah. That's a good a good yeah. reminder, especially during a, a busy season. Busy that, you season, know, yeah. Christmas is full of joy and happiness, and it should be, but there's also the, you know, there's also yes. a, an element of stress and... There is. A lot of worry and things like that. So it's nice to know that we've got someone we can give it to who is uh, mm-hmm. mightier than us. And yeah. and we're building up through the Advent to um, the message on Christmas Sunday. Talks about Jesus' second coming. Mm-hmm. How that we live in this perpetual Advent. Yeah, you anticipation. Know, anticipation of his yeah. first birth. And now we have the second anticipation of his coming again. Mm-hmm. And that... Basically, we're perpetual adventers, you mm-hmm. know, that we're constantly living in light of Jesus' first coming and looking for his second coming. Yeah. And uh, and we have the mighty God who's got that all under control. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. That was a great, uh, great message. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Pat, you can reach him at pat at waynefleetbic.com. If you'd like to get in touch with me, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. Our schedule changes a little bit on and off um, over the holidays. So if you want to know if our programs are running, the best thing to do is go to waynefleetbic.info. And at the very top bar, there's a spot that says, check out our online calendar. If you click where it says calendar, it will bring you right to the calendar. And that is kept up to date and you can... um, you can see what's running when there, mm-hmm. and and then you won't uh, you won't miss out on anything. So yeah. awesome! Well, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Thanks, Have- everybody.